Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Please join us for this special edition podcast. It all began when Michigan Governor Rick Snyder decided to switch the Flint water system to the Flint River to save some money, and now thousands of people have been poisoned and some are dead. In a moment, we're going to talk with Sam Inglot from Progress, Michigan. Sam was with us in February to talk about the Flint water crisis, and for those of you who may not have heard about this tragedy, Flint, Michigan lies about 70 miles from the shores of the largest group of freshwater bodies in the world, the Great Lakes. Yet, its residents can't get clean water from their taps. Nearly two years ago, the state decided to save money by switching Flint's water supply from Lake Huron, which they were paying the city of Detroit for, to the Flint River, a notorious tributary that runs through town known to locals for its filth. Sam, thanks so much for being with us today. Hey, thank you for having me. So we talked last in February. Uh, what's happening now with Flint? Because it's completely out of the news and, you know, you're not getting any press. Yeah, well, you know, I would say that, you know, the Flint water crisis is still very much a daily reality for the, the people that live in the city. And like you said, you know, the, the national spotlight and, and the international spotlight and kind of the 24-7 news coverage that we were used to seeing several months ago has obviously faded away. But, you know, local activists on the ground and, and statewide allies like ourselves are, are still working on a regular basis to combat the effects of the crisis and make sure that people have the resources and, and information they need. Um, but, you know, even worse than the, the media coverage dropping off and really the kind of the public spotlight falling away from this crisis and how it's affected these families is the fact that it's really kind of fallen off the priority list for uh, our Republican legislature and governor as well. Um, but uh, so, the, you know, the crisis continues, unfortunately, but um, we are kind of seeing some progress on the ground just in terms of folks organizing, um, staying active. But like I said, it's, it's still very much a daily reality that people are dealing with. So what is being done and what isn't being done that needs to be done to eradicate this water contamination? The folks in Flint want the pipes replaced. Um, the, the Flint Rising uh, Coalition, which uh, is a, a coalition of, of community groups and statewide organizations that are, again, working to, you know, combat the effects of this crisis. There's, Flint Rising put out a, a list of demands, and number one was complete pipe replacement. And, and that just has not been happening. Pipe replacement has been happening at a, at a completely sluggish rate. Chris Savage over at Eclecta Blog, uh, which is a great progressive blog, I would encourage everybody to read it. He's had a going tally since Governor Snyder has admitted there's been a problem with Flint and how many pipes his administration has been directly responsible for fixing. And that number's at 261 days as of today, um, which it's, it's frankly just shocking how, how slow that process has been. And then there's been a recoding process where they've been putting a certain phosphate into the water to try to recoat these pipes. Um, which folks like Mark Edwards um, and folks in the state say will be one of the most efficient ways to, you know, recoat these damaged pipes that were uh, ripped apart by that corrosive water that was being filtered untreated into people's homes. And But the problem with that is you need people using the water to have enough water pressure throughout the system so that coating process can take place. And the thing is, people just don't trust the water. And rightly so. Sure. So, I mean, they've been lied to at every at every turn for the past few years, and they've just been systematically ignored by the administration and the MDEQ. So they're not using the water. People are still living, in a lot of cases, off of bottled water. And you, you see polling that shows people just don't trust 
the water, and, and right now they don't trust the government. And, and who can blame them when right. you know, they were exposed to a neurotoxin for years? Um, so the, the recovery process is still very slow. It's, it's, it's kind of trudging along. Um, you know, there's, there was recently uh, a supplemental bill that was um, basically lobbied for by residents of Flint and, and was passed by the legislature right before they went on summer vacation for $114 million. So, you know, that's a little bit um, that will hopefully uh, over the summer go towards, you know, replacing pipes, uh, fixing the infrastructure and getting people the services that they need. Well, Sam, is there any talk of ousting Governor Rick Snyder? Is he just too rich and powerful to be touched? Because he's the the one who decided all of this, and he seems to have skated free. Yeah, you know, it, it, luckily there are still some investigations going on. Uh, the Department of Justice is investigating um, the entire situation. Our Republican Attorney General Bill Schuette, uh finally decided once all the, the cameras started rolling around, um, you know, the national TV cameras, once they started to come around, he decided to launch his own investigation. Um, so we'll, we'll see what, what those come up with. Um, and I know that there have been, there's, uh, been some recall efforts as well against Governor Snyder. But, you know, they've really done this. It's been a tap dance for Republicans in the state, including Governor Snyder, since, this be, since the beginning. They've been continuously trying to shift the blame yes. away from the policies that they created. We have to remember that the reason this happened was because of emergency management in Flint. Local right. democracy was literally usurped by an appointed official who only responded to Governor Snyder. And even Governor Snyder's own Flint Water Task Force, which is made up of an environmental groups and you know local Flint leadership and Democrat and Republican, both sides of the aisle, they laid the blame of this squarely at the feet of Governor Snyder and his emergency manager law. There are a lot of people that would love to see you know Governor Snyder out of office and you know a lot of folks even in handcuffs. Um, but we're going to wait and see what, what these investigations roll out with. Um, but this is just a lesson to folks that, you know, this, this concept of running government like a business, whether it's Rick Snyder or, or Donald Trump, it's going to have serious problems. And, and not just problems with, you know, balancing the books, but a, a very real human cost. And we've seen that play out in Flint. And that's what's so perplexing about this idea of, you know, government so small you can drown in a bathtub. Uh, Lonnie Scott, our executive director, has this saying that Republicans like to say that government is broken and then they govern to prove it. And that, I think that's a perfect so example of what happened here in Flint. Yeah. You know, government's a tool and it all depends on who's using that tool. And Rick Snyder is, you know, responsible for this crisis and, and the, the legislature is really responsible for not holding him accountable. All right, Sam. So, so what can uh, our listeners do? What can people in the country do to help? Well, I, I would say, you know, with just continue to pay attention um, and, and continue to support people on the ground in Flint. Uh, you can go to flintrising.org, which is a brand new website that we've just launched, and that features the stories of, of the activists and, the, and the, the local leaders in Flint. Who and, and I would encourage people to share those videos. So we need to keep people's attention on Flint. We need to keep, but not just on Flint, but on this issue, too, of, of of good government and investing in our infrastructure and operating our public services responsibly. And, and that's where people really need to be active in their own communities and, and working to hold their elected, uh, local elected and state leaders accountable. You know, there's that saying that all politics is local and, you know, people in Flint had their local government taken away from them and that's why this happened. So go to flintrising.org, 
um, and just share the, the stories of folks in Flint and, and, you know, pay attention in your own communities. Uh, you're so right about that, Sam, this bit of the emergency management, and that's done under Republican tutelage, which uh, they're very fond of doing, and it's always to the poorer communities, and it really isn't something that helps anybody. So thank you so much, Sam, for all that you're doing. We really appreciate your time. Hey, thank you, and I appreciate you uh, always keeping this issue of focus on your show. It's the, the people of Flint appreciate it as well. Absolutely. Thank we'll you. have this posted up on the website. We've been talking with Progress Michigan's Sam Englett. For more information about the Flint water crisis in Progress Michigan, visit progressmichigan.org. Thank you for your work on behalf of the people of Michigan, Sam. It's important work. For more information about this topic, visit nursetalksite.com. 